Today on Locked On Rockies, loading up on arms and pitchers, a couple of interesting position players as well. How confident can we be in the Rockies' ability to draft the 2020 draft and develop the 2023 class? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Wooten here from the Locked On Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot, because that's what we do around here each and every day, like today, the 11th day of July. Welcome in to another All-Star Week episode of Locked On Rockies. We're usually live, but, you know, with the break and things like that, mixing things up a little bit, trying to actually go downtown and explore and adventure a little bit here and see what's going on when it comes to uh, All-Star stuff. But uh, I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden. Been covering this team now for three years for the Locked On Network. Been following it my entire life. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. You can find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app along with your play-by-play action of the Colorado Rockies. You can just search Rockies or Locked On Rockies there on the app. You'll be taken to where you need to go. And uh, folks, thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Check us out on YouTube. Be part of the show. Subscribe there. So close to the 500 subscriber mark, a massive milestone for us. Thank you for helping us grow each and every week here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Uh, we are going to talk more draft. Yesterday, I, we only scratched the surface, and I and I asked this question yesterday, and I think this is really the big question. And as I've seen some comments from people outside, and as the the, the same conversation is, can the Rockies develop these guys? And uh, that's a big question that, the, that that we have to ask ourselves. As Rockies fans, I mean, I I haven't necessarily, especially when it comes to pitchers, I'm encouraged that the Rockies went college level pitchers that should hopefully be ready sooner rather than later to build up some depth and a top 10 pitcher at that in Chase Dollander there from Tennessee. Uh, and also adding, I, I will, we'll talk more there uh, later on there about the, the arm from Wake Forest as well, but I'm really excited by this, but then it is the issue of the regression from Dollander himself this year, which is which can happen. Young guy, things can change. There's there, there's certainly there. The the numbers were there. He was still uh, plenty successful. But with this, the current state of the Rockies, how confident are we that in the in their abilities to draft and develop? Is it too early in the Schmidt life cycle of the GM to 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 be able to have an answer to that question? I think that's something we have to start asking ourselves. But for a better and good, solid, big breakdown here of why Chase Dollander was drafted by the Rockies, let's turn to Locked On MLB Prospects and Locked On Guardians, two of the best in the business when it comes to the draft. This Colorado Rockies selection at number nine is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With the number nine pick, the Colorado Rockies take right hand pitcher Chase Dollander from the tennis from the University of Tennessee. And so this is one of the top pitchers in the draft, a guy who was considered to be probably the number one arm entering this season, and just his stuff didn't look the same. He didn't have the same results. Uh, in 2023 that he had in 2022 and I think some of it was just less effectiveness with his slider the stuff itself 
is fantastic, though. Uh, Jeff, what what's your your thoughts on Chase Dollander to the Colorado Rockies at pick number nine? I, I like Chase Dollander. I'm not sure how I feel about him to the Rockies. Um, pitching development has been a bit of a bugaboo for them. And with Dollander, you got to try to get his slider back. I don't know if he changed his grip, if he changed a release point. Um, you know, I, I haven't done the deep dive on it, but something, you know, things obviously changed because he was the one B or one A in this class. I knew people who thought I liked him more than Cruz. So I appreciate the value. Um, I just don't know, maybe being unfair to Colorado, but development for pitchers, you know, they've taken kind of safer guys. They haven't taken these kind of big velocity guys. Uh, Gabriel Hughes a year ago, Kyle mm-hmm. Freeland. That's been their more successful type. Dollander isn't exactly the type of guy that's actually worked as well for that. Yeah, and kind of illustrating some of the issues. He had a 296 uh, slugging against the slider in 22, and it jumped to 582 in 2023 to kind of give you an idea of some of the struggles. I do think his stuff itself is, it's still really good stuff, right? Uh, the the fastball still sits 95, 96. He can touch 98 with it. The slider's still in the mid-80s. The spin is still there on the slider, the spin rates and things like that. Some of the issues you see for Chase Dollander and the question or the thing that Colorado has to fix is the fastball doesn't have as much carry. The slider's movement isn't as sharp, right? Like the, the it's, it's just not as, as effective as it was. And so the swing and miss is down on those. The results were different. Is it a simple mechanical change or is it some sort of, of specific issue? That's what you have to figure out if you are the Colorado Rockies. Now, I do think the change up the curveball give the give you some additional weapons. I like actually watching him throw. It's a really good delivery. It's clean. I don't think there's a ton of, of injury risk from the mechanics alone. It's just Anytime you have guys that throw this hard, the question is definitely going to be, uh, how do you fix him? And is that something Colorado can do or not? And it's, it's kind of interesting having him and Rhett Lauder here, right? Because they're both 6'2 righties, which you know, I've been doing it long enough where I remember a decade ago, if you were under 6'3", you were undersized, and that don't, you, know, you would be more of a mid to late sec, mid, you know, second half of the first round pick. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see him here. I agree. This, he's fun to watch. There's, there's good stuff going on. I wonder what's going on in the Tennessee program a little bit with his regression, with Chase Burns jumping to the transfer portal, if there is just some things that didn't go quite as well this year pitching-wise. But I listen, it's it's a worthwhile gamble. I just wish that, uh, you know, I just wish that uh, maybe a team that I felt more more trustworthy in pitcher development was doing it. So there it is. You can even uh, you, you hear the hesitancy there from Lindsay and Jeff. You you hear the, the, the possible issues because – you can't be missing with the slider. You What we're seeing, the biggest issues, especially of late, and with Kyle Freeland as, as a prime example, is if you miss your spots, especially at Coors Field, you're going to get punished. And so the Rockies, if they're, if they have, if, if there's a lot to work to do on this slider, if they're unable to, to, to uh, make the adjustments that he needs to make, that was that the slugging number adjustment was something crazy. I believe it was in the close to 300 and then jumped almost uh, to, to near 600 or the high 500s there for slugging against that slider for Dollander this year. That step back is, and, and the control issues. Those are the worrisome things. However, if they, as everyone mentioned, and as they said, before, in 2022, he was a top pick. He was 1A, 1B. 
So the value certainly exists for Dollander, but it's again the question, the overlooming question, which is which bogs down everything. And as we started talking about it yesterday, and as we've talked about it with the trade deadline, is confidence level in the Rockies. And pitching development is something especially that I'm worried about because it seems like most Rocky starters have been regressing of late, and especially when it comes to pitch location. Uh, we're see- we saw Kyle Freeland giving up a bunch of walks and, and, and home runs this year. We've seen the Rockies' in, uh, issues with giving up the long ball this year. It's not just the Coors Field part of things. It's not just that. I really do think that there is an issue with the way that the Rockies are approaching the the, the pitching, and I think it is a more of a philosophy of of pitch to contact and 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 things of that nature, which we see. The double plays are great. Kyle Freeland's in, uh, yesterday was vintage Kyle Freeland, where it was literally dominating. But the one pitch he missed, it was a home run ball. So if Chase Dollander is going to kind of fit into that with maybe the potential of being more of a strikeout, uh, you know, K, a guy that can get some more Ks than, uh, than, than, than someone like Kyle Freeland, that's going to be great. But that big question mark of development of pitch location and development of something like the slider is something worrisome. But the Rockies have turned to Justin Lawrence, who have been able to, to, to do, you know, has been able to get way more control, has been able to rein things in. Maybe there are pieces and bits and pieces and times at the lower levels that these Rockies pitchers are going to be able to get, uh, you know, the, the the work that they need. But it certainly has been uh, something that I have uh, had issues with and, and hesitancy with with believing in fully during this uh, during this time, especially when you're talking about something like pitch location. I love the value, though, that they mentioned there in that video as well. I think the Rockies, the fact that he was, he's a guy that is top 10 level talent. He's got the four pitch mix with high velocity. That's something you want to be looking at there, too. A good pitch mix for a starter. If they can, if they can get this slider back and if he can, if he has had a dominant streak, Dollander seems to be to be a, a nice, solid pick. I mean, I, I think. I think it's it's more so it seemed like listening to that and looking at some reaction uh, about the pick it's not a lot of uh, it's 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 not as much down on Dollander as it is on the Rockies and their ability to develop him instead. So let's talk a little bit more. Uh, Purple Rose got a little bit more and uh, wants to talk. I want to talk a little bit about Sean Sullivan here. Uh, the, the the main focus of the coverage. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, draft picks throughout the week as well here, but. Um, Let's talk a more draft, and then uh, I want to talk a little bit about the All-Star game and how I think uh, baseball, uh, how, how it's really the only one that uh, maybe, of course, being incredibly biased that I am, I think that uh, it, it's it's the best All-Star break in the business. Uh, so we'll talk about that, but, but first, we got to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Game Time's the title sponsor of this uh, show, and Game Time's got you covered when you need tickets at the last second. Maybe you think you want to go to that concert that you were on the fence about and all your friends are going and you're feeling that FOMO. Well, guess what? Game Time's got you covered. Same with all your sporting events and more. You don't have to plan months in advance. They got exclusive flash deals on tickets for everything 
everything right at the last seconds there uh, uh, leading up to the event. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seats before you buy my favorite feature so you know exactly where you're uh, sitting and what to expect when you arrive. And those tickets you can buy in a matter of seconds and go right to your phone, two taps, and you're set. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. Want to shout out our everyday listeners out there. Want to shout out all of those people uh, hanging out with here uh, on the Locked On Rockies uh, YouTube channel and being a subscriber. We're almost to 500 subscribers, so uh, be sure to subscribe really does help the show grow. And uh, we've talked a lot about the Rockies' first selection in the draft. We'll focus here on the Rockies' second selection here uh, coming up. We'll talk more about some of the other Rockies' picks throughout the week. But the Rockies, uh, with the 46 pick, go with uh, Sean Sullivan from Wake Forest here. And we're reading from Kenneth Weber on Purple Row, evaluating Chase Dolliner and the Colorado Rockies on day one of the 2023 MLB draft. Uh, we talked about uh, Dollander there in the first segment, so uh, you can go and check that out including some coverage from uh jeff and Lindsay there locked on guardians and locked on mlb prospects but uh here we go reading from purple row uh here and kenneth weber the rockies dipped into the college pitching well again with the 46th pick selecting left-handed pitcher son sullivan from wake forest originally a product of northwestern university sullivan had a strong stint in the cape cod league to finish 2022 before transferring to wake forest anchoring a rotation with louder that went deep into the college world series at 6-4 sullivan leans heavily on a fastball that hovers around the 90 mile per hour range and a lanky sidearm delivery this package produced strong numbers with 14.3 strikeouts per nine in 2023 and a 1.75 opponent average against that could prove a successful, unique, a successful, unique delivery in a rotation similar to previous Rockies draft selections, Joe Rock and Carson Palmquist. That so when I'm looking at something like that, those are those are things to be excited about, especially when it comes to college success, especially in the final year. I do I do get encouraged when uh Players are coming off a successful season and, and and going deep in somewhere like the playoffs. Wake Forest, of course, one of the great stories of the College World Series. But what is the biggest thing for me? Unique delivery and 14.3 strikeouts per nine. The Rockies desperately need a unique, uh, just like we've talked about how Justin Lawrence has developed in that. Those unique deliveries, those unique arm angles, those abilities to get different types of movements and to strike out more than 10 batters in nine innings as your average that's the domination the Rockies need. It seems like that's a different philosophy for the, than the Rockies are usually uh, uh, going to, as we've seen with their pitch-to-contact philosophy of the past. This seems like it could be someone that the Rockies are trying to get out there to, to have someone that can go out and attempt to dominate the competition. And what I like the fact that coming into this is he, he the adjustment to the major league level and that development side is one thing, but the talent level and the college performance is there, especially at one of the highest levels, which is the College World Series, and, and, and making the moves to get himself on the right team. Left-handed pitchers with funky movement is awesome. And, and on top of the fact of 
high strikeout ratio. Now, I want I would be curious as he develops and as he gets a little bit, uh, you know, more into things, how, you know, how much control is the walks going to be a, an issue there? But the Rockies would love, love, love to have a guy that could strike out uh, 10, 10 plus batters in a game here. And and when you watch, uh, you know, you, you do watch the delivery. It's certainly, uh, it, it, I, it's going to, I bet you it's going to make things a little bit of a hassle there for people on first base as well, as I'd imagine. Don't know how the pickoff move is, but interesting delivery is going to be uh, something that always adds a factor there, I think, when it comes to having to play, uh, you know, defense when, when you come up to, to, to prevent base stealing in this new era of baseball as well. Left-handed pitching, of course, helping that. Uh, the velocity maybe is something uh, a little that 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 it could be desired there. Uh, the fastball is going to go around 90 miles per hour. It's uh, that's you know that that maybe is a little bit worrisome. But again, if it's the if it if it's if it's deceptive enough with the arm angle and the approach from from him, it, it seems like this is this should be uh, this should be a great uh, great ad. Rockies, I believe, at also go, uh, you know, we'll talk some more. I believe got uh, some more arms there. But good to see the Rockies immediately addressing the needs uh, with college pitchers. I think that was the right approach here. The bat, the bats in the offense are one thing. But I think for the Rockies especially, it's easier for them to be able to make things happen at the major league level to address the offense issues. Getting some solid pitching depth has got to come through the draft, and and these two guys hopefully are are, are going to start things off and 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 kick things off on the on the right track. Pitching development is the big question mark, though, and, and continues to be so. And it's interesting to see the kind of the differences there between the two first picks for the Rockies. There, someone who has uh, you know a pitch that needs a lot of tweaking and a lot of work versus someone coming off a successful college season uh, that that you know. It just need, needs to develop into the next version of himself and uh, the, the the major league version of himself and handle uh, the next step in talent. So we'll see how the Rockies navigate it. it, it it's just a matter of your confidence level. You tell me, how confident are you in the Rockies developing their 2023 class? Uh, you can uh, let me know in the comments below. Let us know what, uh, what you're thinking there. Um, I want to talk about the All-Star game and I want to talk about how I, I think baseball is it's not I think All-Star games are still something that's a little weird and it's not perfect. But when it comes to All-Star events, All-Star when I and of course clearly very biased with with my love of baseball more than other sports. There's just something about baseball All-Star weekend and week or whatever you want to call it. It's still week, I guess. Uh, that 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 makes it shine above the rest, and uh, we'll talk about that here coming up in segment number three. But you can find all of us here on the Locked On Podcast Network, on your favorite streaming service, on SiriusXM, or wherever you get podcasts. And you can hear more about my thoughts on the All Star Game coming up in segment number three. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an option for you if you're faced with tough choices. Maybe you're trying to get some direction. Maybe you're looking for a little clarity. Maybe you just need to 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 kind of bounce some ideas off of someone and 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 kind of vent out some some frustrations or or a variety of things. BetterHelp is there for you if you're thinking about starting therapy and uh, wanting to get a little bit more, uh, you know, clarity. 
for some things or just being able to figure out a little bit more about how to navigate this crazy world that we live in. Uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. And uh, BetterHelp.com slash MLB will get you 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MLB. BetterHelp, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash MLB for 10% off your first month. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk. Shout-outs to all my everydayers out there for making us your first listen of the day. Appreciate that, and we appreciate you for tuning in here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Check us out on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. And, uh, folks, I'm a little ahead of time, so I, I don't know the results of it yet, but it's it's uh, the derby will be underway here a little bit later on from recording this, but not from posting this. Of course, you already know the results, but there's something about the All Star Game, the baseball All Star Game pageantry that I do really enjoy, and I I think the home run derby is just an example uh, exemplifies how I just. It, it's a competition that still seems to matter. There's all the conversation. It always was the slam dunk contest in the home run derby. And then there was a point where the slam dunk contest overtook the home run derby. And now it's shifted when it comes to, I think, with the new rule changes and just some of the 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 just the weirdness that surrounds all-star games and all-star celebrations and things like that, especially players not doing the, the basketball ones. But this is a loaded, uh, this is a loaded uh class for the home run derby. It's always an exciting. I mean, it's the hottest ticket and it for for the event. There's just something about because I I think it's one of those things that that still requires a bunch of you know it still requires the skill it still requires the timing and it's a great way to highlight the one of the coolest plays in all of baseball and especially for a lot of these players and a lot of you know for for these teams to continue to get themselves and, and highlight their team their their uh, players in the spotlight doing one of the coolest things there is hitting more home runs than another guy or, or out homering uh, another big name. I mean, how important and how big was it for Julio Rodriguez to be able to, to burst out onto the nationwide scene last year during the, uh, and same with Vladdy jr. It's, 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 it's nice to see that there is that element of, of importance still amongst the players and, and those participating maybe in the, uh, the, because same thing in the all-star game itself. It, it, I was listening, I was working on my show and, and, and had a segment, maybe not so much in the past, especially when it was determining uh, home field advantage. But for some reason, I don't know what it is. I don't know what baseball does. I don't know if it's, it's the fact that there there's, there's a lot of rhythms and, and, and uh, it seems to be the one that, that players give care the most about when you're talking about it and the perception from people engaged in the game. I'm not quite sure. Maybe that's not it, but it's you, you still can't go up and, and take a, a haphazard at bat. You still want to go up there with, and swing it with some purpose. But I will say a little bit of the overall value of everything has uh, kind of degraded some of it. I think the fan vote is incredibly skewed. I think it's incredibly annoying sometimes and uh, gets in the way of recognizing the true talent of the league. But 
on the flip side of that one, if you're not going to have a determined home field advantage in the Hall of Fame or, or in the in the World Series, I'm I, it it doesn't sting as much as when it did. I mean, when there were teams that that had good players that you could that you could vote in and and weren't being recognized because they weren't you know on the Cubs or the Yankees or the other you know teams that always get a million of people voting for them, Dodgers, etc. So that's pretty good. I mean, that's it's it's it, it's it's that's it, that's like the I, I always loved filling out the ballot, but then it is it's just like it just it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth when it's when it's it, it does that. That that's one of my my gripes and concerns. That's really my main my main one. <laughs> to be totally honest, it's when you look with, with like you lowered the stakes, and then you, it's it's just that it it's not always doing enough to highlight really the best and most exciting parts and most exciting players in baseball. It can always do a little bit more of that. And I think that could come in, in some like, I don't know how to do it, but maybe like some skill. Like I, I think they, they could do with, it's, I think the Swingman Classic was cool. The Futures game is cool. But it'd be really cool to see like uh, a top golf style, like you got to hit the ball to certain spots, like target hitting would be cool or you know like uh i don't i don't want them like throwing out their arms so maybe it could be like a fastest relay you know and so maybe instead of having you know you don't have to do crazy huge like uh throw someone out from the wall but like you could get teams of you know teams all-stars to do fastest relay from home you know start, hit a ball a fungo deep right and have it be like a you know you, you, you a deep a deep kind of uh you know transition or a cutoff play See if someone if they can get someone uh, going first to third or, or you know going home to third on a ball in the gap or something like that. I think the base. I think baseball could do a little bit better job of highlighting all the skills necessary in the game when it comes to something like some skills challenge. I think some infielders taking some you know purpose with some tough hops and some uh, balls that are that are in the gaps and you know nothing that's going to make them to go too 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 crazy, but. You know, I think there is a way to make it uh, to, to highlight the skills that it takes to be a, a major league baseball player. So I think there's some fielding skill challenges like, so, you know, like you get you know, get so a certain amount of attempts. They uh, either use a machine or some classic fungos with some spins. I think a relay race would be really cool when, it, when it, like a throwing relay race of, of, of who's got the fastest uh, relay time amongst these teams. Uh, I, I think I think it would be really cool to see how much, you know, players how much they can manipulate the ball when it comes off the bat if you did something like a target hitting where you had to hit it into certain areas like a like a top golf type thing so uh all in all i mean i i think all-star baseball all-star weekend and baseball all-star week is is fine it's uh it, it, it it's the most entertaining from it seems like from a few perspectives from uh, it, the, the the game itself still is an actual baseball game. It's not really a, a monstrosity of itself like the uh, the other games are. Um, but it's all in all, all star games are kind of you know it's 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 certainly a marketing thing, but it's kind of just a fun recognition thing. It's just sometimes I'd like to see all of the players deserved recognition to get a shot to go, but. It's not always going to work that way. That's not how it works uh, in the world. But, uh, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for joining us here. Your subscription to Locked on Rockies on YouTube helps the show big time. If you want to uh, be a part of the show, you can subscribe there. Be part of the show when we go live in the Locked on Rockies uh, YouTube chat. 
And uh, make sure that you're checking us out on your favorite streaming service. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Shout out to Game Time for sponsoring this episode of Locked On Rockies. Go make Locked On Buffs, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Nuggets your first listen, your second listen of the day. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.